welcome to another episode of the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every Tuesday I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two extraordinary moms look the same. We all have a story to tell, and we are all mothering in our own way. So let's celebrate that and learn from one another. Thanks for listening, and if you like what you hear, please share this show with a friend. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 253 of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today for another episode. I hope your July is going very well. Dare I say we're midway through summer and we're all doing it? Aren't you proud of us? Give yourself a big pat on the back. So today's kind of a fun episode. I'm basically airing what sounds like a very typical chat between me and one of my very best friends, Allison Faulkner. She's a branding queen and she is really focused on getting brands to know their why. But today we also talk about the why behind motherhood for each of us. We talk about how we get really clear on setting expectations for ourselves. We do talk about her new audio courses, about working with influencers, and we talk about the thing that has changed motherhood totally for her since being hit by a car. Oh, hey, Allison. Hey, Jessica. I love that we kind of have to schedule Google Calendar meetings in order to make time for each other these days. How are you? We have to um, be on each other's podcast so that we can talk. Exactly, exactly. Now everyone else gets to enjoy it. All those other people you didn't call back, this you can feel like you're here with us. How about that? I'm just going to send the link to this episode when people need to chat with me. <laughs> I really, really want to talk to you, but maybe listen to this and see if it answers any of your questions. Totally, totally. Are you an over-scheduler or an under-scheduler? I think people that would be shocked at my calendar and how much open space there is because I really intentionally leave a lot of margin to be able to say yes to things and yes to people. Well, I'm not shocked because I know you and I love you and you're always there for me when I need you. Well, but but I, I love living life that way. I know it will get busier as my kids get older, um, but I do like ha- – I don't like things pending. It's either a yes or a no. It's either scheduled or not. I don't like things in the balance. I figured that out. Well, that's actually the hallmark of successful people is that they make decisions faster. Okay. They, they don't. Um, change back and forth and back and forth. And I so when you think about it, that makes sense, right? Because you're, it's not like, oh, you're making better, more correct decisions. It's like your number of decisions that you're making increases. And so like your chances that you're making more better decisions is higher. Mm, mm, I love like that. You could also say like the chances that you're making wrong decisions increases. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. But the fact that I feel like I can course correct more quickly if I just act on it. Because then I know one way or the other. That's ex- that's exactly what it is. And I think so often people are so worried about making the wrong decision or scheduling the wrong thing that just like you said, they don't take action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people are, yeah, and people are often so shocked at like how quickly I started a podcast and then how long I've been doing it. But it's like I just decided what I was going to do – and sure, like it is not the perfectly edited, perfectly manicured podcast, but like it's it's out every single week. So there you go. Which is more than I can say, I tend to be more of a perfectionist than you. Sure, absolutely. But and that has yielded different results, you know, and you could argue better or worse, but like you know, everyone can just util- utilize perfectionism, you know, to their benefit or their detriment. 
I think that's true with all things. Perfectionism usually is to the detriment mm-hmm. of, of sanity and health and mental well-being and getting things done. But I think that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons why I've been able to do things is I am a perfectionist, but I also move at an incredibly fast pace. Mm-hmm. And so I eventually let little things, like I let things go. Like my standards are incredibly high. So even if I'm not hitting my perfectionist standards, I'm, it's still pretty good, I think. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Would you say that your expectations are different in business than they are as a mom? I think that I have the same unhealthy habit habits in business as I do as a mom, mm. they manifest themselves differently. So one of like, I'm going to say an unhealthy habit in life is having undefined expectations. Mm. So I had that in my business that I needed to be bigger. I needed to be more. I needed to have more. I needed to do more. I needed to be moving faster. Absolutely. None of those are specific to anything. Yeah. So as a mom, I just felt like I needed to be, I was a bad mom and I needed to be a better mom. I needed to spend more time with my kids. I needed to do less work and more at home. All of those are non-specific terms. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to um, back, our very first point is it's hard to make time for the things you want to do. We should schedule more of what we want to schedule. The, the whole point of scheduling is that you're getting specific. Right. And so when you schedule a date with a friend or a date to sit down in front of your computer to work on something, what can very often happen is you sit down to work and you've been talking about how you need to work for so long that you sit down to work and then you sit down and you're like, but what do I even do? Wow. And I think that's the same thing as a mom. So I was just convinced I was the worst mom and I went to a counselor and this was my first time going to a counselor and I just was saying, you know, I just, I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good mom. And she said, what does a good mom do? Hmm. And I literally had never thought of it like that. And so then I had to ask myself, does a good mom spend X amount of hour with hours with her kids? (laughs) And so for me, it was like, do I think that a good mom has to be at home all day with her children? And for me, everybody's answer is different, but for me, the answer was no. So then it was like, oh, what, instead of focusing on what I don't want to be, I'm focusing on what I do want to be. So I do the exact same thing in my business where recently this year, I hired my first full-time employee and managing takes all this time and I'm doing these big team projects and managing takes all this time and I'm so annoyed because I'm not getting anything done because I'm managing. So I start fixating on, I don't like being a manager. I don't like being a manager. I'm a terrible manager. I'm the worst manager. I'm managing so poorly. It's the exact same thing I did as a mom where I'm just focusing on what I don't want to be or what I'm not good at. I'm not putting it into specific terms, what I do want and what I am good at. And this applies not only to people in business, but it also applies to so many moms that I know who are really struggling with identity and feeling 
their value and and seeing accurately a vision of what they're really contributing to their family and that they are good enough. Sometimes we can even feel like imposters as a mom. And we think, oh, if people only knew what happened behind closed doors, they would judge me. So it's like the same type of narrative that trips you up just in different roles in your life. And I think it's really important to get clear on those narratives because when you can clear it up in one vein, so like you're really intentional, intentional, intentional about who you are as the Allison show. Yeah. Could that transfer and that self-awareness transfer over into you believing I am a great mom. I am doing the best I can with 100%. what I know. 100%. And so what I started, so my new, my new, I have two new approaches to parenting. Cool. And the first one is, I think I talked to you about this, but, um, so I got hit by a car, as you know, maybe your listeners sorry. don't know. At the end of 2017, I was on a run and I got hit by a car uh, it was, it's very, it was very serious. I joke, I, I'm not joking about it. It's just shocking. So we laugh about it, but, um, you can listen awesome with Allison. I think it's like episode 40, all of the details. So I have broken ribs. I'm in bed and I, it's Christmas time and I can't wrap my kids gifts. And that's like what I do is I wrap the gifts and I couldn't do all the things because I had broken ribs and trauma and head injuries. Yeah. And it's Christmas. And it's like, especially as a working mom, that's my, like, that's your time to shine. You're not working. You're with your kids. They're on Christmas break. And I was incapacitated. And I, so I shifted my focus to the only thing I need to do is find joy in my kids. Hmm. And that was like my only job as a mom because I couldn't do anything for them. Like I couldn't make them breakfast and I, I couldn't take the carpool and I couldn't wrap the gifts and I couldn't play like physically like play with them because even them being in the bed would make me nervous because they jump and they're crazy. And so I assigned myself the task of the only thing I have to do as their mom is be delighted by them and find joy in them. And it has changed my life. It has changed my life as a mom. It has changed how I interact with my kids. It has changed every. It has changed everything. Wow. And so I did the same. <laughs> okay, this is why this makes sense. So you attended my Build an Awesome Brand workshop. Loved it. Oh, everyone should go. Thank you, thank you. So I loved having Jessica there. It was like the best thing in the world to have Jessica there. I just would be doing my thing and I'd look out and I would see you and it would be like, there's my girl, you know? <laughs> and and so um, we focused on the workshop on having like your driving why be the driving factor of your business, like why you do everything you do. And the whole purpose of the workshop is to help you identify like what that why is. And then when you go to do a marketing marketing campaign or you go to do a social media post, you can go, is this answering my why? So I have this why for my business. And then I help, we help with our coaches and our curriculum because that's actually a lot of psychological work and you can try to do it by yourself, but it's actually, as you know, you were there mm -hmm. really hard. Very. And then also what we do is we help you understand how you take that and then you apply it to your business, right? So this is the work I've been doing for like a year and a half. And essentially what it is, it's like 
what's like a like what's one word that like motivates me to do everything I do and so for my business my one word is light I want to share light I want to bring light I want to shine light like all the things and we help other people we help you find your word some people it's a sentence whatever mm-hmm. I just realized talking to you like that's what I did for being a mom wow. my brand my why for being a mom became to find joy in my children and I think the reason why it changed me so much is because I didn't have to do anything. I just had to appreciate them. That's wow. it. All I had to do is just see them for the blessing that they are. And it's been there all along, Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, I mean, it's it's always been there. It's always yeah. been there. Yeah. I could have been doing it when... Ginger was a colicky newborn. She's turning eight next month or in a couple months, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was this huge benefit that it was the only thing I could do became what's the most important thing I could do. Because I think in business, in life, we want to keep ourselves busy. We want to keep ourselves certain. We want to give ourselves tasks. So instead of addressing the hard questions of life, am I happy? How could I have a better marriage? Am I fulfilling my dreams? We go to Target and schedule play dates. And there's nothing wrong with being busy, but we stay busy so often just to numb uh, questions and emotions that we don't want to address. And so I think that we do that. People in their business do that all the time. They become obsessed with, I just need to grow on Instagram. If I grow on Instagram, everything else will fall into place. And I'm always like, why? 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 And it's because they've picked this one measurable task. Because you can measure growing on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can't necessarily measure, am I satisfied in my work with a number that you get to wear on your shirt that everybody gets to see. And so we pick these things that are quantifiable, check off the list things to focus on rather than, am I finding joy in my children Hmm. or am I finding joy in the work I'm doing? And so I found my why, you know, for being a mom and it, it literally changed my life. It changed, it changed everything. So now when I'm driving home from work, what I do is I go, I'm, I'm going home. This is my time to be home. I'm, this is my time to just be excited and find joy in that, you know? So that's, I said, I did two things. So the one thing that I did that helped change it for me. Um, and again, because I'm doing so much brand coaching, I really think I just took my brand coaching principles (laughs) I think you did. Because <laughs> um, they're, they're universal truths. They're universal principles. That's the thing. That's the thing, especially because we're on the Extraordinary Moms podcast. That's the thing that I just wish I could just scream to moms. They shut down and they think this doesn't apply to me. I don't want to hear about business. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The principles for a good business are the principles for a good life. Mm-hmm. And so often we're just like, this doesn't apply to me. This doesn't apply to me for everything. And I'm, I've honestly yet to learn a truth or a good principle that doesn't apply to me. Oh, yeah. I've been thinking a lot about when people say, like, oh, that wouldn't work for me because. But people come to you with a problem 
and you give them a potential solution and they say, well, that would work for me because, but then I just want to say back, well, how's what you're doing working for you? Like that doesn't work for you because, right? And so there's no harm in trying new things. Maybe, yeah, maybe this solution or this, you know, whatever idea is not a perfect fit. But what if it could work a little bit? Or what if it could spur a new idea? Yeah. Shutting it down instead of coming up with an alternative or at least giving it a try, you know, we're really limiting our, our capacity. 100%. It's, so I'm selling – I have these audio courses, and they're how to work with influencers to grow your brand and how to work with brands to grow your empire. And so the whole point of the audio courses is to utilize the tool of collaboration. Mm-hmm. And so it's for people who have a service. It's for a podcaster. It's for a hairdresser. It's for people who have a product, um, Tubby Todd, Freshly Picked. It's for people who have a message, a blogger, again, a podcaster. And the number one question that we get, so I, that's my spiel, I say all the time. And then the next person goes, but I'm a photographer. So is that going to work for me? And I'm like, holy crap, I just told you it works for services. And they're like, but I'm a photographer who takes pictures of people with pink hair. And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, it's going to work for you. But my, but my husband has an MMA studio, a gym. So is it going to work for me? And I'm like, I just told you it works for businesses and people who have a product. Can you tell I get a little um, upset? Because I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. But it's exactly what you just said. Yes. We all want to believe that we are the exception. Yes. And now I also get it. It's an investment. It's an investment to buy these audio courses and they don't want to be let down. So I get that. But do you want to know what I think the real issue is? Can I guess? Yes. I want to hear. Okay. I think people are afraid to invest in having to change. They don't want my, to do the work to change. And, and by hearing new information, by challenging their currently held beliefs, you know, so whether you are a business owner, whether you're a mom listening right now and somebody gives you a parenting tip or says try positive parenting or try the baby wise sleep method or whatever, you're so afraid of the effort it's going to take or butting up against something that you've so deeply held as truth to you or whatever that you are so afraid to do that work. Or afraid what change might mean. Oh, that's similar to what I thought, but different. So I really, really value your insight. They're afraid to change. And so they don't want it to be applicable to them. That's what you're saying. That is, yes. I love that. So how I, what I've been thinking is people are looking for excuses not to invest in themselves. That's good too. So I think we both are... People don't, what we both know from our experience is that people don't like to be uncomfortable. Me, right? I, I don't. I don't no, care to be uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, but you cannot grow anything without being uncomfortable. Discomfort equals growth. So mm. if you want to be a quote unquote better mom, you have to do things that make you uncomfortable. Like, attending a, a child um, seminar where like, you're like, I don't want to talk to anyone like real human people, you know, <laughs> or, or I just, I had a conversation. This was so good. I was talking to my neighbor last night and she said, we've been, we've been attending family therapy for over a year and a half. And I was like, wow, good for you. That's Bravo. Amazing. Yeah. Like, tell me about that. 
that's a great example of investing in yourself and investing in your family and the health of everyone overall. I mean, I know some moms that literally feel obligated to be their children's cruise director all the time, and they never, ever make time for themselves or give themselves a break. Your children can play independently. You can take the time to watch them play and you sit back and read a book. Well, there's the statistic that parents are spending more time with their children than ever before. Mm -hmm. But there's also the national statistic that uh, the number two killer of youth is suicide. I know, and not to explain away any reasons why that's happening, but we have to model for our kids how to take care of ourselves, how to invest in ourselves, how to believe in ourselves. Because if they're not seeing it from us, how are they going to learn to do it for themselves? So how have you changed in prioritizing the way you spend time with your kids, and how does that look in your home? What I started trying to do, and I'm not succeeding at it every single day, and so if I can't succeed at it every single day, I either need to reassess how I'm doing it or reassess the goal. But for me, my goal has been um, to connect with my children and their love language every day. Ah, I love that. And for people that aren't familiar, like how do you know your child's love language? And so there's the book, you know, the five love love languages, but I didn't even go off of that. Mm -hmm. I just tried to brainstorm what is the way that Ginger gets the most excited to connect with me? Mm -hmm. And what is the way that Rad gets the most excited? And what is the way that Fiona gets the most excited? So I'll give examples. Um, And I wanted to just, I know we're talking about so many things, but I, I just thought of these are like my two things, like, What's my one goal every day is to find joy in my children. Like that's my goal for me to know I'm being a good mom. And then how am I going to communicate my love? I'm trying to do it in the way they like it. Because if you're not doing it in the way they receive love, it's just extra time. And and usually extra stress and extra everything. So, yes. 100%. And if you want to turn that into a business principle, um, Tony Robbins. And so, like, I want everybody to get everything out of this, This right? Perfect. But but I really think this helps give me insight. Tony Robbins says this. He goes, don't become obsessed with your product or services. Become obsessed with the people you serve. Ooh. And so don't become obsessed with, like, as a mom, your product or service is like, I made you this three-course meal, or I drive you all around town. And they're like, I don't care about your product or service, mom. I want my problem solved, and my problem is I like love in this way. Ginger loves when I um, give her, like, a word problem or challenge or when I make things with her. Mm-hmm. It's not realistic for me to do a craft with her every single day. Or to even, I don't make dinner very often. So even for me, it hasn't been as realistic for me to make dinner. But my goal of making dinner has now become tied to this. Making dinner is a great way for Ginger to get her love language. And we have to eat every day. So I'm actually doing a little bit better at making dinner because it's a great way to connect with her. I love that. And so that's that's the way to connect with Ginger. For Rad, so that's my five-year-old son, he literally just needs, like, so much eye contact and, like, physical touch. Like, he he also likes when you play Legos with him. Uh-huh. But he also just really needs for you to, like, stare deeply into his eyes and, like, give him so much attention that, like, he, so he's me. Uh, <laughs> and Fiona loves nonsense Hmm. and so Fiona was tricky for me because 
that I don't really like nonsense. That's Eric's gig. Yeah, silliness. Uh, yeah. Yeah, silly like silliness, nonsense, like wrestling. She's she just really wants to um be like pushed over in a jokingly way on the bed. You know what I mean? Like she wants like she's really is so happy if like she's standing on you and you like knock her over so. and she like falls on the bed and laughs. <laughs> I don't get it. Pete plays this game with Jackson where he throws him, he heave hoes him onto the bed. And literally mid-air, he's yelling, do it again! Like, he can't even, like, enjoy the moment because he's so excited for the next one. We're just like, enjoy the ride! Enjoy the journey, son! <laughs> and, it's so, and it's so fun, but it can be really hard to meet all of their, all of their different needs. But I love... How yeah. by setting, like, those are very clear, getting back to, like, the clear expectations. Mm -hmm. Like, what matters most to you? And it's not necessarily, you know, something you schedule on your calendar. But it's making Ginger and Rad and Fiona a priority according to their love language. And all of these things don't have to take a ton of time. But being really intentional about the time you do spend, like, magic. But I feel like the point of all of this and the reason that you're so passionate about the work that you do with branding and the reason that I do the work that I do with motherhood, like you've talked about on your podcast and other places, like motherhood, talking about motherhood is not really where you put a lot of energy into it. But I feel like our mission is the same, getting people to really identify the why and to live out that why, you through, through branding and helping people hone that voice and me helping people to identify their strengths as mothers and believe in themselves as mothers, realizing they're contributing to their kids in a way only they can. I feel like yeah. it's a similar, I think it's very much aligned. So I wanted to give you a chance to share more about the audio courses that you're relaunching. Not only is this content so amazing, so valuable, you will learn so much about working with influencers and brands. Also, a lot of these people that you interview have also been on the show. And so that's been really exciting, seeing these moms build businesses and be really successful in both roles. So anyways, why don't you just give a brief elevator pitch on these audio courses? So here's the thing. Like Jessica said, my goal, so I have my Awesome with Allison podcast and the Allison show. And the goal of those is to help you feel as awesome as you are. Mm-hmm. So you already as you are already as awesome as you need to be, and I hope when you listen to my podcast, you feel a little more awesome than you did before. If that means an awesome mom, yes. If that means an awesome business person, yes. If that means an awesome daughter, any employee, yes. Right mm -hmm. now, with Allison's Brand School, I started really doing that last year, and it's the Build an Awesome Brand Workshop, which is an in-person workshop. It only happens in Utah. Jessica came to it. So much fun. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of Allison's Brand School is if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. <laughs> you have something you want to freaking do, we want to give you the tools to do it. So the branding workshop, yes, it's its own thing. The audio courses are completely different. Yep. It's completely different content. And what the audio courses focus on is that you cannot build an empire alone. You can't build anything alone. You have to collaborate with other people. How do you collaborate with other people? And do you really need to? Yes. Because you cannot grow and get to the next level unless you do that. So the format of the audio courses is I interview industry experts in all different fields and get from them their best tips, practices, and also their real numbers of 
what they've paid or been paid to do these collaborations so that people can understand that too. And so there are how to work with influencers to build your brand. So that's for um, you, like we were saying, people who have a product or a service and they want to work with people who have platforms of some sort to help them share their story and get their message out there. And then the other course is how to work with brands to build your empire. So I've worked with Martha Stewart, Disney, um, tons of huge brands for my dance parties and for different things. I'm going to be doing a collaboration with Alaska Airlines to help my podcast grow. And so how do I make these things happen? But also to sell my audio courses, I've been working with influencers. I mean, they and, just pair so well. Yeah. Like I'm working with you, Jessica, like, you know, saying, here, Jessica, let's talk about this. And you're an influencer. I give you the courses and you're like, here's my experience. They really helped me with this. Yeah. Right. And so if people are interested in those audio courses, they're only available till July 27th. And the best thing to do is to come on over to Allison's Brand School on Instagram or allisonsbrandschool.com. It's always Allison with one L if you're interested. And like I said, everyone's number one question is, but will this work for me? And the answer is, if you have a product, service, message, idea, or something you're excited about, and you want to make money with it, take it to the next level, or grow it, then yes. So back to like, Literally, I think, so like people with MLMs, people who work with nonprofits, even people who don't own their own business, the branding workshop, I really tend to suggest, I'd say like 95% of the people there like own the business, they're the core, core creative founder. But for the audio courses especially, like if you're working in marketing anywhere, like you should not not have these because working with influencers and collaborating with brands is the new way to work. Facebook ads, Instagram ads, they're all important. Email marketing, they're all important. They're all going to change. That's not what I claim to be an expert in. Every single time I have taken anything I'm doing to the next level and increased my money is through collaborations. Hmm. And so the way that you grow this podcast, Jessica, is through collaborations. Right. You're, you're doing influencer marketing all the time. Now, if you wanted to start doing in-person events, you would need to start collaborating with brands. And also, I've talked to you about this. You should start collaborating with brands, and you have, mm -hmm. to help monetize the podcast a little more, too. Right. And so, I just, here's the thing. If you don't have any money, still come and check out Allison's Brand School on Instagram because we're sharing just a ton of information, free information, about going after your dreams and building what you feel called to build. So if when I say, if you feel called to do it, freaking do it, if something in you clicks, come over Allison's brand school with one L and let us just fuel, fuel you. I love and it. if, if you want to buy the courses, I would love it because it's my dream. But if you don't, I, I genuinely don't care because what I care about is that you're doing what you feel called to do because that's what the world needs. Mm -hmm. They need more people like Jessica who say, I don't know how to do the audio perfect, but I feel called to share these stories of extraordinary moms, so I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do it. See, then what I want to do is I want to talk to the Jessicas and I want to say, hey, girl, I love you, but you need more money to keep this dream getting bigger. You need to work with other people in smarter ways. You need to be taking better advantage of the influencers that you're working with to get your podcast numbers even bigger. Yeah. Because you believe, Jessica, in what you're creating so much. Yeah. 
And if you didn't believe in it, then I'm not as in, I'm not that interested, right? Yeah. But because you believe in it, you owe it to people to get it to more people. Right. Because there's moms out there who need your podcast so much. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Like there's like how many people are listening are thinking, "Oh my gosh, I need to send this to this person, this person, and this person." And then you're going to hang up and you're not you're going to you're going to get off and you're not going to email it or text message it to your friends. Yeah. There's lots of people and we need to all be encouraging each other and sharing. And the thing that like the thing Jessica is when people share your work, like you need to, do you treat your podcast audience as influencers? I don't think I've ever assigned them that label, but, but I do like, I'm very aware because, because I don't always have just the big names on. And I do realize like it's way more important that the people who are sharing the podcast have people that listen to them. So anybody is truly an influencer because everyone has influence. So I've never really thought of them like as an influencer, but but yeah, I believe in the weight of everybody's voice. Sure. Well, every single person who's listening right now is an influencer yeah. or can be an influencer by sharing about this podcast. See, so that's one of the main ways we've grown awesome with Allison is I utilized influencer marketing with my podcast listeners. I love it. And so again, everyone's like, well, does it work for me? I'm like, how does it not work for you? <laughs> Are we still at this question? But, but, but again, I don't want to dismiss it because like you and I said, the question is attached to a deeper meaning. Yeah. It's also like this girl's just trying to sell me. Here's the thing is like, I don't need to sell you. I need you to sell yourself mm. because I know without a shadow of a doubt that what I'm selling is worth three times the value, four times the value more Otherwise, I wouldn't be selling it because I don't sell things that I don't think are, like, worth their weight in gold. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all people need to know. They need to know that I, I – in my opinion, that's all that people need to know. It doesn't really work that way sometimes, but that's what I think – that's how I think it should work. Well, and I think just giving yourself permission to invest in yourself, like we yeah. mentioned earlier, too. And yeah. investing in yourself might be scheduling a time to read the book that mm -hmm. you want to read or scheduling time to write the book that you want to write. It might look like a financial investment. It might look like an investment in a babysitter. Um, the one that I'm always getting mad at Jessica for is that she needs to hire a babysitter. Always. 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 Yeah. Always. Still working on that. <laughs> all holding Jessica accountable. Jessica, I've talked about you like three times, like not saying it's you. I know, I know, I know, I hear you. I hear, I hear you speaking directly to me. I hear this. I'm taking it in. But here's what I think the people need to know. The people who are living the life they want to live are making an intentional effort to figure out how to live the life they want to live. And one step more than that, they're figuring it out. They're figuring out what is the life I want to live. Hmm. Instead of just walking around saying, I don't know how. I'm bad. I'm the worst. And I don't want to mitigate that because there's mental health and there's all these things, right? I'm not trying to mitigate anything. When I do my Allison's brand school stuff, I get into like a little bit more of the tough love Allison. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> only, only because the past doesn't matter when the need is to take action. So that's what Allison's brand school is about. Now, if you need to work on all the other stuff, come over to the Allison show, listen to the extraordinary moms podcast. Right? Like, yeah. 
we've there's lot we've, we've got a lot of things for the people we've got a lot of things so if you are a business owner you're looking to be an influencer you're looking to work with influencers you're looking to work with brands your audio courses are definitely the place to go for that but or come and check them out at yeah. brand school and the week of the 23rd we're going to be running a webinar that talks all about like, is this right for you? What's everything in it? And it's a free webinar. It's gonna give you a ton of information on the power of collaborations and why they're so necessary. And it's free and a ton of amazing info. So be looking for that. Like I said, I know not everybody has the money right at this minute. I've been in that position, but I also like to push people to be a little bit uncomfortable. Totally. But I think that your podcast is not just for business people. I think it really is a personal development. You know, there's definitely business principles there. Um, but if you're loving what you're hearing from Allison and want more of her and her tough love, but then also her life experience, then the podcast is definitely well, where to go so for that. Well, it's so because, like, I'm not really tough love, but then sometimes I am. Do you think I'm tough? Am I tough? I think you're tough on yourself. And you yeah, kind of I'm make – yourself the example and so it doesn't feel tough on other people um you just make yourself the example so that we can learn from that yes yeah and then I also tell everyone that I'm trying to be nicer to myself too yeah well but you do expect people to take action you're like okay so now what yeah and we just released a podcast episode um, where I share my entire like journey with anxiety you're in it I talked I know I know and you help me in high school when I'm having my breakdowns. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing about even anxiety, what I'm really trying to get out there is you have to get help. What is getting help? It's taking action. Mm-hmm. And, and investing in yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And just believing that, believing that you're worth the time mm-hmm. and the energy and the effort because you are. Yeah. I really am – dedicated and motivated to make my day-to-day life really reflect my goals and the person I want to become because we can't expect that just to click overnight if we're not doing the work yeah yeah but that's why everything you're doing Jessica is so good oh you too everything's so good All right, I think it's time to wrap up, but everybody can access any of the links that we mentioned. You can get a copy of the audio courses through a link on extraordinarymomspodcast.com and links to Allison's everything will be over there. All right, so good chatting. Let's schedule another podcast soon, okay? Are we really hanging up? And we didn't really hang up for a few more minutes. (laughs) We just don't get enough time together anymore. What a fun conversation. Guys, that is literally how most of our conversations go. We'll start out with the, how are you? How's the family? What's your day-to-day like these days? And then we just get into what books we're reading, what thought work we've been working on, how we feel about ourselves as people. It goes deep real quick. No joke. We basically life coach each other every single time we're on the phone. But that was so fun, and I hope you enjoyed getting a little sneak peek into what some of our conversations look like. And I really loved hearing the changes she's made as a mom, especially since her accident. I have loved, loved seeing her really hone her vision for what kind of mom she wants to be and then taking action on that. It's been a really beautiful transformation even amidst a very, very hard challenge in her life, and I am just so very, very proud of Allison. I love you. So if you don't already follow me on Instagram, you can do that at jessicadalquist3 or on Facebook at Extraordinary Moms Podcast. Everything, like we said, is going to be linked over at extraordinarymomspodcast.com. 
including links on how to buy her audio courses that are only on sale till next week. And if you're kind of on the fence or want more info, definitely sign up for that free webinar this weekend. It is going to be a great opportunity to get all of those questions answered. And she's always a hoot in webinars and in Facebook lives and things like that. So you don't want to miss out on that. Coming up next week, we're covering a topic that we haven't covered that much, and I get lots of questions from people saying, how do you talk about race with your children? And I'm having Darina Williamson on. She is an author. She is a mom of grown children, and I loved our conversation so much about raising teenagers and about writing her new book, Colorful, all about embracing differences and how to acknowledge race as it exists in our society. It's a really powerful actionable type interview where I learned so much and I kind of go first by asking kind of some awkward questions sometimes and she was so kind to answer them for me so that I can get it right with my kids. Sometimes it's worth asking the awkward questions in order to get a good answer, right? Just like Allison said in today's episode, it means so much when you share the show. If you're listening to this, You're an influencer. You have influence over the people that love you and listen to you and follow you on social media. And I would love it if you would take a snapshot of this episode or another episode that you have really truly loved. Tag me in it at Jessica Dahlquist 3 and share it and let people know about the Extraordinary Moms podcast. Thank you to everyone that's already left reviews. And if you haven't done that, that also is a great way to support the show. Thanks so much for tuning in today, and we will see you next week for another episode with another Extraordinary Mom. Bye.